Hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Now I've noticed that there are a lot of things that I tend to say at like the start of episodes um, or I frequently say, not always but sometimes, one of them being like I have no idea how this episode is going to go, another one being like God speak through me, um, also like I don't know what I have planned for this episode, things like that. Um, the same remains true for this one, like what I'm going to talk Okay, so hi and welcome back to the Shining Light episode. And wait, no, how? Ah, hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Today we're shining light on endurance. Um, like I was saying, I don't know. Yeah, this topic just came to mind when I was reading my Bible, and um, that's why I'm speaking about this. And also, like, I feel I feel like God is talking to me. Like, also. God's willing me to speak on this so that's what I'm going to do it will be a relatively loose planned-ish kind of chatty episode but as things are on the shining light podcast shining light shining light podcast like you know it will go in an amazing way God willing in Jesus name just know that like I'm speaking and um I'm praying that what I say is from the Lord and not just I'm not just talking words and I pray that it helps you and helps me as well and that God takes control because like I say I don't know how this episode is going to go but um I'm excited for it that's another thing I always say I often say I'm excited for this episode because I feel oftentimes it's episodes like this where I'm kind of like okay um this is what I'm going to speak I'm going to speak about okay fine those episodes tend to go really well, or those episodes tend to be episode go really well in terms of like the episodes I really like, the episodes that um, you know, help people to the glory of God. So yeah. Let's get started. So how have you been? Um I have been good. <laughs> Back to me now. I've been good. Um yeah, it's now September. Honestly, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do the whole thing of like, where did the summer go? But like, truthfully, where did the summer go? Like, when was June? And how is it now September? The literal answer is June was three months ago, and it's September because that's how months work. But like, yeah, it just feels like it's been quick. Not like it feels like it's rushed by, but I'm just like, wow, it's really September already. That's exciting. So how have you been? I hope you've been doing well. Hope you've been doing well physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I hope that we've been yeah, doing well, growing in our faith, growing in our relationship with God, growing in ourselves in all good ways. I hope we've been doing well. And if you haven't been doing well, then maybe this is an episode for you. Because, like I say, I want to speak about endurance in this episode. Um, so, endurance... Wait, first of all, let me do the Bible verse. The Bible verse of today is 2 Timothy 2.12. And this is what I was reading um, the other day. And it says, if we endure... This is the New King James Version, by the way. It says, um, if we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. So, like, that's what, um, that's what I was reading, and I was like, that's such a beautiful 
Bible verse and I had re- read it before because I had highlighted it like in my Bible before but I don't know like at the time I read it it just struck me differently because I was thinking a lot I've been thinking a lot about endurance recently and how like when we go through times of difficulty like what is that all about because yeah like as Christians let me speak for myself yeah like as a Christian it's like oh I shouldn't be going through hard times because I've got God on my side you know the mighty man in battle he's defeated all my enemies he's already he's already won the battle um he's if you know that's <laughs> what is it no it's, he has never lost the battle you know that song never lost by um Joe L Barnes and Maverick was it Maverick or like Tribal or something yeah but if you know that song that's a great song um yeah but it's like why should I face difficulty why should I even have to endure difficulty as um a Christian as a child of God as a person who's genuinely living for the Lord by the Lord with the Lord like why should I have to endure difficulty I call that like my (laughs) kind of like my spoiled child um spoiled teenager kind of phase with God because I just always imagine God like God is our father right but I imagine God like as a father just looking at his like teenage child I'm not a teenager I know this is not to slate teenagers in any way it's just you know that stereotypical like teenager on like tv and stuff that always be like complaining to their mom or their dad or their parents even though they just have like the, an amazing life they'll be like how could you do this to me mom and it's like that's how I feel sometimes and I complain and like rant to God and I'm like why why am I having to go through this you're my father you're the heavenly father why should I have to go through difficulty so like endurance was something that has been is something that's been on my mind and then I and then I read this verse and like I say it just struck me like differently but like <laughs> I think I'm not breathing to my experience but I feel like the um like endurance it's like I don't know God doesn't I don't know if this is gonna count as a reflections episode it's not really a reflections episode it's just chatty but like endurance is like God doesn't just expect let me re- read something I wrote down okay um Okay, I think when I look at how things are and how I want them to be better, I firstly shouldn't be ungrateful for what we have, but also I should have that endurance. Because endurance isn't just taking rubbish and moving on. Endurance, godly endurance, is characterised by hoping God to be the si- to better the situation and love for those who may be making your current situation worse and joy in the presence of God being with you through it all just look at Jesus on the cross he had hope of course he had hope of course he had love when he said like forgive them father and maybe not joy as we think of but maybe something like joy I'm not too sure at least he had an awareness of God's presence you know before his death when he was like um why have you forsaken me so like endurance is more than a word it's more than just a word this is a very rambly episode I feel but like endurance isn't just like I said in that segment endurance is not just like oh I'm taking rub- I'm taking crud I'm taking rubbish and moving on like endurance is more than that like the actual definition um given by google is being able to endure an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without going away 
So I think what I really want to speak about in this episode is enduring in the faith. So how do you stay in the faith when things get hard? And how do you stick close to God in the face of challenges? And another question is, what is godly endurance? But like that's basically answered by what I just said. So two questions now to answer. How do you stay in the faith when things get hard? How do you stick close to God in the face of challenges? I think staying in the faith when things get hard. I think both these questions are very similar, but I think staying in the faith when things get hard, it's a thing of like, maybe reminding yourself of what this is all for. Like, we don't call ourselves, if you are a Christian listening to this, like, we don't call ourselves Christians for the, I hope we don't anyway, for the thrill of being called a Christian. Or so that people can think of us as like, oh, they're special because they're Christian. Like, you know, we're all specially made by God, but you know, Christians are special in the sense of we've now been given that status of a child of God because whoever, what is it? Behold, what manner of love is this the Father's given us that we should be called the sons of God? And as it explains in Romans 8, like when we accept Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we've been made the sons of God, the children of God. So, yeah, we're special in that sense, but, like, we don't say we're Christians just so that people can, like, give us a pat on the back and be like, oh, yay, you're a Christian, well done. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we, we have a reason we entered into this faith. I have a reason I entered into this faith. I'm sure you also have a reason why you entered into this faith. Um, like I always say, I real like, like I realised I, c- I could not do life without God, and so becoming a Christian is why what I realized I could not do life without God which is why I became a Christian I said that sentence like upside down um so like when things are hard and it's a question of do I stay in the faith you have to really look at why you you entered the faith in the first place because if you just entered the faith for an easy time you might have entered it for the wrong reasons because as people love to say you know God never promised us an easy time God never promised us difficulty as well he never promised us struggle um I'm like you know the Bible does say in the world you have tribulation don't get it I'm not trying to like undo the word of God or anything but like he didn't say I don't know like behold I give you difficulty like no (laughs) he's he's given us peace he's given us joy he's given us love um but like it is true in the world you will have tribulation but also be of good cheer I have overcome the world I feel like people often forget the second part of that bible verse but like yeah um it's not a thing of God has what was I even saying before I went on that tangent yeah when you if you entered the faith because you want an easy time like maybe and now you're facing a difficult time and you're thinking of leaving the faith maybe you entered the faith for the wrong reason because like ultimately the reason we accept Jesus the reason we sh- accept Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior is because we accept him as our Lord and personal Savior we accept him as who he is um and we accept what he has offered us which is eternal life and salvation and a life with God in heaven and a life with him on earth um through his presence through his holy spirit dwelling in us you know we don't necessarily accept we shouldn't think of god as just kind of like a, okay god i'll live for you as long as you give me like xyz 
like no he's more than that and this is when people often say like you should seek god's presence so p-r-e-s-e-n-c-e more than his presence so that's um p-r-e-s-e-n-t-s so we should seek god for who he is more than what he offers us and like i'm very much learning this like (laughs) learning in real time like I'm very much learning this and what that means and how to do that but I think ultimately a way to do that is to genuinely just spend time with God. I saw this TikTok one time about like um what's it like that you know like the five different love languages I feel like I can't remember them all but it's like google it but it's like um quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service and material gifts yes I think that's five right yeah so like this person was saying like how you can use like the five love languages with God so like um quality time would be like literally spending time with God maybe like in worship for example um what is it acts of service might be I don't know showing love to the people around you and that's like serving God because God loves love um (laughs) another one would be maybe like Uh, no I said quality time already words of affirmation so that would be like worship or just exalting God through not just but exalting God through your words etc so like that's a way to love his presence like that's a way to spend more time with God and that's a way to get to know God for who he is and therefore you learn to love God more than just what he offers you so in the midst of like hard times you'll learn that or will learn that like okay I might be going through a difficult time right now and I might be having to endure this difficult time but at least I've got God and I think that kind of answers to how you stick close to God in the face of challenges I think you just have to like move through it like there's this there's this bible verse in Psalm 23 Psalm 23 is probably the most like famous psalm so there's this bible verse in Psalm 23 and it says, um, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. So I've heard the explanation that you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You don't sit in it. You don't dwell in it. You don't rest in it. You walk through it. And how do we walk through it? We walk through it like God. Because yes, we may have to endure difficult times as Christians. But like, that doesn't mean that we should just sit in those difficult times. And I... <laughs> I say this because I know first hand, second hand and third hand what it's like to go through like difficult times as a Christian and I know that this might not be what you want to hear, I know that this might not be the most encouraging words at, at the moment but like genuinely the best way to go through hard times is to go through hard times, don't rest in them, this is not me trying to say you know, don't feel how you feel and don't feel your emotions because that would be very hypocritical of me. You know, I'm all about like, you know, being honest with your emotions, being honest with how you feel, being honest with God about how you feel. But like, don't rest in those difficult times. If you're going through a hard time, endurance doesn't mean you just sit in that hard time and you say, okay, God, I'm going through a hard time. Well, whenever you're ready, feel free to help me. No, you persevere, you you keep going, you persist in moving forward. If you're going, like, 
Yeva walks through the valley of the shadow of death. So imagine you're walking through a forest, walking through a valley, walking through a dark place, and you have a destination to get to. You don't just sit and say, oh, it's a bit dark, let me wait until it's light outside. No, you keep going because you don't want you don't want to see what danger is lying in that forest. And likewise, you don't want to just abandon your goal. So if there is like I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like if you are going through a hard time, I can't I think ultimately you just have to keep moving. But the thing is, you don't move by your own strength and I don't move by my own strength. This is all the all the more time to rely on the strength of God. How do we do that? We do that by learning who God is. Because once we know who God is, we can know about his strength. And once we know about his strength, we can call on his strength to help us. Like, there was a time recently when I was, like, struggling, struggling, um, to say the least. And I've noticed that, like, in times like that, I tend to not want to read my Bible. This is full disclosure here. I don't want to read my Bible. I don't want to pray. Because my thought process is, well, God, you can already see what I'm going through. Why should I have to read my Bible? Why why don't you just solve my problem? And then I'll read my Bible. But I think that's me treating God in a very like transactional manner. It's almost as if I'm saying to God, well, I read my Bible, you sort out my problem. So it's like, I do this, you do that. Almost like a 50-50, when in fact, it should be me reading my Bible not to not necessarily to please God, but so that I can learn about my father in heaven, so that I can learn about my king, about my creator, so that I can spend time with him, so that I can pray to him, so that I can use the mighty weapon he's given me, which is his word against the enemy, so that in the midst of difficulty, I can pray in accordance with his word. I shouldn't just read the Bible and be like, well, I've done my part, God, on to you now. It's like, no, that's not what it's about. But maybe that's what I've been doing. And maybe that's why in times of difficulty in the past, because God willing, I'm not going to do that anymore. But in times of difficulty in the past, I wouldn't want to read my Bible. Because I'd be like, well, God, why can't you just sort it out anyway? Yeah. Um. What else? I want to read this Bible verse, Hebrews 12, 2 which says i hope you're learning from this episode because i do yeah this is a very different kind of episode um it says looking onto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of god <laughs> look onto jesus like jesus endured probably one of the most I think, yeah, the most horrid death that a person could endure, like, during that time. And um, he did it not even because he was deserving, but because he chose to die for all of humanity that was and will come in the future. Like, he he decided to take on the cross for sins that weren't even his and could never be his so that you and I and your next door neighbour and Billy Bob Joe down the road could all (laughs) exist in and experience the love of God and I think when we 
not to diminish how we feel at all but like when we think about that and think about what we experience and what we label as difficulty it's like if Jesus we can listen to how I'm saying this but like if Jesus could endure the cross for the shit like but knew that there was a joy coming before coming after that we too can endure our current struggles and difficulties for knowing and knowing that there's a joy that comes because the bible says joy comes in the morning so joy come in what is it weeping may endure for the night but joy comes in the morning so we have if we believe the bible that we claim that we proclaim then we should believe that we have joy in after this suffering so whilst you may be suffering now and you may be having to endure that suffering whatever that may look like for some people that might be way different to other people but everyone knows what they may be struggling with at any moment in time you may know what you may be struggling with at this moment in time I may know what I may be struggling with at this moment in time and those might look like very different struggles but if we can both believe in the bible that we proclaim that says weeping may endure for the night but joy comes in the morning then we too can endure these struggles by keeping our eyes on Jesus by remembering what he how he endured the cross and by using that not by our power but by the Holy Spirit living in us the Spirit of God Jesus is God and the Holy Spirit is also God and is God's Spirit and God's Spirit now lives in us so that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us so we now have that ability by his Holy Spirit not nothing is by our power by his Holy Spirit to endure difficulty to fix our eyes on him in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of suffering, and to have hope in the joy of tomorrow, to believe that things will be better, and in the end, to endure the difficulties that we are facing. Like I say, that's not to diminish our struggle and be like, well, if Jesus could handle the cross, then you can handle this and that. It's like, no. But like, you know, in the sense of we are able, we are more than over, we are more than conquerors. God has made us more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So if we remember how Jesus endured the cross, despised the shame and focused, like he put his mind on the joy that was set before him or he, what what does it say? Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He, because of, for, for the reason of the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. We too, for the reason of the joy that the Lord has promised us, that says, because he says in his word, joy comes in the morning, joy comes after the sorrow. We too can endure these situations that we're facing, these difficult situations that we're facing. And like I say, endurance doesn't just mean you sit in your troubles and you weep and you sorrow and you cry. You get up, you keep moving, you keep believing, you keep hoping and you tell your struggle like the people there's a quote the people say there's a quote that says tell your mountains about your god but do that i know it's like all these like not cringy but like somewhat cheesy pinterest quotes but they're cute and they're amazing and they're wonderful and it makes sense but so so tell your mountains about your god tell Tell your mountains about your God. Remind yourself by the power of the Holy Spirit that 
you are an overcomer, that God will make you overcome this difficulty, that that struggle you're facing, that that challenge you're facing, that the rubbish you're having to endure is not forever because that's not how God made us live. Like, there, I was also reading my Bible. I'm currently reading 2 Timothy. Um, I was reading another verse, I think in 2 Timothy 3 verse 1, and it says, um, know this, that in the end, I think it's, I hope I'm not misquoting this, but it says, know this, that in the end times, perilous times will come. And um, I re- saw that verse in a new light, because it's like, in the midst of, uh, but know this, that in the last days, perilous, perilous times will come. In the, like, I was, I was trying to be, <laughs> I was trying to be one of them kinds of people, but I, w- I like, read the Greek version, like, what the Greek would, like, translate to like the English translation of the Greek right yeah and then basically it says like in the midst of um the last days perilous times will come so that shows me that not all the last days last days just refers to like end times um which is like the period of time before the rapture um read your bible if you want to know more, I was going to say research about that, but don't just Google rapture. I would say go to your Bible first because people have theories. Um, but it, that Bible verse showed me that, like, in even in the midst of the last, in the midst of last days, there will be um, perilous times. There'll be difficult times in the midst of the last days. But that doesn't mean that all the last days will be perilous. Not all the, am I even saying that word right? Not all the last days will be difficult. So that showed me that even in the midst of difficulty, there is time for laughter. Because if not all the last days are difficult, but some of them are, then that means some of them aren't. And if some of them aren't difficult, then there is time to laugh. There is time to be joyful. There is time to be happy. Like it says in Ecclesiastes um, 3, there's a time for everything. So there's a time to smile. There's even in the midst of last days, even when it looks like the world is collapsing and everything is failing and da 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 da. Even in the midst of that, there is a time to smile. There are times of joy. So likewise, in the midst of even in the midst of difficulty, there are times of strength. There are times of joy. There are times when you can say to your mountain, "You don't know about my God," and you can pray and you can tell tell those difficulties and tell those struggles and tell those things that you're having to endure that you know what I've got a God bigger than this and yeah something else I was thinking about is like when those troubles come remind yourself that it is not forever why this is another way to like endure trouble remind yourself that it's not forever because like Jesus will come one day and will take us home by his grace to heaven but it's not even just a thing of reminding yourself that like oh one day I'll be in heaven and all this trouble will be over but also to say like surely there is an end there's a bible verse that says surely there's an end and um it's to say like there will be an end to that difficulty and not just when Jesus comes before that it's also possible for there to be an end to that difficulty for there to be an end to that trial for there to be an end to that struggle for there to be an end to that temptation that you're having to endure because it does not last forever the only thing I'm not going to say the only thing that lasts forever but something that does last forever is the love of God the peace of God the joy of God God himself so (laughs) this is why 
you know, we seek God himself more than just seeking what he does for us. Because when we seek just what God does for us, in the times when it looks like God is doing nothing for us, then we forget who God is and we, like, intertwine who God is with what God God does. And it's like, oh, if things aren't going well, then that means God isn't good. And it's like, no, that's not true. God will always be good. Situations will not always be good. But God will always be good. So we'll be able... We'll be able to endure the situation. And endurance doesn't just mean, like I keep saying, endurance doesn't just mean we sit in trouble, but it means that we walk through trouble. It means that we're able to have joy in the midst of trouble. You know that song, um, Firm Foundation? I've still got joy in chaos, you know? So endurance is characterised by hoping God to better the situation and to have love for those who may be making your current situation worth and joy in the presence of God. So godly endurance is characterised by hope, love and joy. So express those things when you're enduring. Enduring doesn't just mean you grit through life and you struggle to manage a smile in the mirror. Yes, it might be difficult. Yes, you might be crying. Yes, you might be sorrowing. But remember that joy comes in the morning. Blessed is the one who endures temptation. Um, I don't remember the rest of that verse. But that is a Bible verse. Let me Google it. Yeah, Matthew 24, 13. This isn't the Bible verse I was looking for, but it's a really nice verse. Um, Matthew 24, 13 says, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Um, that's a verse for that. And the one, the one I was actually looking for, the one I was actually looking for was James 11, James 1, 12, rather. Okay, James 1, 12, which says, blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So, you know, temptation can be like temptation to sin. I think, given the context of this episode, I think temptation can also be, maybe it's temptation to give up. Maybe it's temptation to give up on the faith. Maybe you're enduring temptation, like, yeah, temptation to abandon God, temptation to forget who God is, temptation to not stay close to God when you endure that and that doesn't endurance wouldn't mean you know you um just sometimes you go to church sometimes you don't because you're enduring this temptation to give up on god endurance is like perseverance um i really like the english standard version which says blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life which god has promised to those who love him so when you endure, you remain steadfast. What do you remain steadfast in? You remain steadfast in God. You don't abandon God. You don't say, God, why did you do this to me? God, why did you let me go through this? I do that sometimes. And God in heaven, please forgive me because I don't want to do that anymore. But um, you remain steadfast in God. And this is why you need to know God for who he is. And I think I want to do an episode about that. God willing, that will be the next episode. But I want to do an about knowing God for who he is rather than just what he does. Because that's something I need to learn. Um, so, sneak peek for the next episode. Um, but, yeah, persevere. Like, keep going in the midst of trial. Don't just... Don't sit in the valley of the shadow of death, you know? Keep going. It's really... It's so easy to give up. It's, it's a much... It's easy to give up but it's much, much more worth it to keep going 
and to hold on to God. And if you hold on to nothing else in this world, if you hold on to God, you're holding on to something very good. That I've had to give I've had to give up a lot for this God. Like it's funny in the sense of like it's I can say it comedically, but like it's not, you know, easy and like I saw I was watching this video one time and this lady was saying like people have made Christianity so cute and made it look like and I, I completely agree as much as I'm very much the person that's like yes you know I agree that you know God never promised us an easy time but he also didn't promise us like he also didn't promise us like a negative life like um I think people have made Christianity very like cutesy and very like oh yeah I read my bible and bible study with my friends and those things are amazing and so sweet and so cute and so cool and amazing and lovely and great but when those things are not surface level but when a person's Christianity or walk with God is very surface level when temptation comes and when difficulty arises they are more likely to be blown by the wind so you know that bible verse um i have two in mind first of all you know when peter and jesus are were walking were walking on water and then the bible was like no not peter was like looking at the waves and then he sank and people often say you know that's representative of what happens when we take our eyes off Jesus. When we look at the world and we look at our situations around us and we we focus on that rather than focus on Jesus, we sink. Like, yeah, like, and also the Bible verse about, or the Bible passages about um, the different kinds of, like, soil that um, a hard, like, I think it was a parable, that like a person like a farmer sowed in so like there was a soil that like um was a fertile soil soil is like a metaphor for the heart and the seed is like the word of god so there was a farmer that like planted a seed in fertile soil and then it led to good fruit in that person's life there was another another person who sowed onto or the farmer also sowed onto soil that like was okay it was decent but like thorns and things like choked up the seed so it didn't grow and when a person's christianity is very surface level it can be choked like their life can become choked by the world in the sense of they don't they don't have roots in god they know of god they love god they have a relationship with god but it's all very surface level and I can't I can't give a definition of what surface level Christianity is but I think if I think you can kind of guess what I mean by that it's very surface level Christianity and I don't know that there are tears to being a Christian I wouldn't say that's a thing I think as long as you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal saviour that's what a Christian is that's a Christian that's what a Christian makes that's what a Christian is but like if you can imagine with me what surface level Christianity is surface level Christianity 
will not help in the midst of trials and difficulties. We Christians need to recognise, all people need to recognise that you need to know God for who he really is and not just what he offers. And I think surface level Christianity thinks more about the former, so what he offers, or the latter rather, which is what he offers rather than who he is. Because if you know God for who he is, then you'll know that in even if life looks difficult, that does not mean God is a difficult God. Even when life looks difficult, that does not mean God is punishing you. Even when, it doesn't necessarily mean that anyway. Even when life looks difficult, it doesn't mean that God is bad because God doesn't change with the wind. Whilst people do, whilst situations may change, God does not change. So you need to know God for who he is. I need to know God for who he is. We need to know God for who he is. Because when we do that, we are able to stand steadfast and remain steadfast in him and not in our situation. I think I put a lot of faith into my situations. Ironically, my name is Faith, but (laughs) I think I put a lot of faith into my situations, oftentimes more than I put it in God. So I think sometimes I'll look at a situation and be like, everything's going well. Okay, it's it's fine. It's fine. Everything is good. Everything is fine. Okay, nice. But one, I just clicked there, but like one thing, one little, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my days, God, where are you? God, where have you been? I thought we were friends. I thought that this was all going well. Why is it looking like this? And it's like, I don't, I can't imagine what God is saying, but he must just be looking at me like, what is this? What is this dude? What is this God doing? Like, I, I think I need to just draw closer to God. And that doesn't mean, you know, not even that doesn't mean, I think that I just need to draw closer to God. And Maybe this episode is for me and for no one else. <laughs> but like, that's my conclusion. I think I need to draw closer to God. I think I need to know God more for who he is rather than for what he does. I think, yeah. Like I said in an episode a while ago, any um, desire to draw closer to God is a desire that should be taken and taken seriously. Um... If that's your conclusion from this episode as well, draw closer to God, then glory be to God for our lives. Um, But I think in this episode, I've spoken a lot about lots of different things all around the central theme of endurance. Um, It felt very podcasty, just talking. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) But like, um, yeah, endurance. Endurance isn't just taking rubbish and then moving on with your life and taking that as your life. No, endurance is keeping, keeping on, keeping on, keep on, keeping on, and um, persevering. It's characterised, like I said, godly endurance is characterised by hope, love and joy. You can have joy in the midst of difficulty. You can have joy in the midst of chaos. And the way to do that is to know the source of joy, which is Jesus Christ, rather than looking at your situations for joy don't look at your situation your circumstances for your joy don't look at your circumstances for peace don't look at your circumstances for hope fix your eyes on Jesus I need to fix my eyes on Jesus put your faith in Jesus walk by faith and not by sight 
and keep on keeping on. Yeah. I hope you learned from this episode. Um, I really enjoyed that episode. That was, it felt very, I don't know, it felt very prophetic, which sounds very like, ooh, but like, I don't, that's the word that's coming to mind. I really hope you learned from that episode. Um, I hope you gained something in amongst, <laughs> I'm not going to call them ramblings, but in amongst like what I was saying. I hope you gained something. I hope you learned something new. Um, if you would like to know about this God that I keep talking about, like if you're not a Christian and you're like, you know what? I want to know about God. I want to know about this God that this girl is evidently, I was going to say evidently so passionate about. I hope it's evident about this God that um this girl keeps talking about. This is the prayer to pray. As I get that, um, let me just tell you about a bit about him. His name is God. <laughs> His name. Let me take this seriously. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the son of God. He is also God. I know that sounds confusing, but trust me, it works. Um, we don't know everything. We can't know everything about God, but we know that God is true. God is love. God is just. God is righteous. God is holy. And the reason that we as humans cannot access God this holy God by ourselves is because of our sinful nature humans I'm sure you can guess I'm sure you can look around the world and see are fallible are imperfect are sinful some might even go as far as to say just downright bad internally however we have a very good God who loves us a lot so because he is so good and he does not like evil, he does not like bad things, well he doesn't like, let me not say he doesn't like, well he doesn't like evil, and he doesn't like bad things, and we do bad things, he needed something, someone, so that we as humans can access him, and that thing that he sent was his son, that being Jesus Christ, and Jesus lived a sinless life, and he died for our sins, so that we can know that God, that perfect God, that holy God. And now we're able to know that God if we confess and repent of our sins, repent of our sins and turn away, that means turn away from them and believe in Jesus Christ dying for our sins. Yes, (laughs) dying for our sins. And we are able to access God on earth, you know, through prayer, through worship and all these things truthfully in spirit and in truth and also live with him eternally in heaven at the end of the day metaphor for life that was a very like stop and start version of the gospel but um basically we are sinners in need of saving and there is a savior his name is jesus if you want to know him and if you want to live a life with him for him by him this is the prayer to pray And it says, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my saviour and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to know more about the gospel, um, which is essentially that message that I just gave in a very like stop start version, um feel free to read the bible verse john 3 16 um and also i've done a few if you want to hear it in podcast form from me i've done a few episodes about that um 
which would be episode, shining light on the necessity of Jesus, um, shining light on the gospel, and which, yeah, and another one, shining light on the gospel again. I think I've done two episodes on that. No, shining light on what the gospel is, shining light on the gospel, and shining light on the necessity of Jesus. If you would like to hear more from me about the gospel. Okay, so thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you, God, for this episode. Because <laughs> I don't know. Um, how I didn't know how that was going to go. But yeah, I pray that you learned from this. I pray that it encouraged you. I pray that it I pray that God strengthens all of us in the midst of whatever we may be going through. And I pray that He gives us the grace to fix our eyes on Jesus and to know Him for who He is and not just for what He offers us in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing time. And remember to keep shining your light.